0: I thought this is just like it's fine like i'll i'll do some movement whatever i'll be the the crash test dummy for women like you i'll I'll give it a go yeah and i'll come on here and i'll say that i thought (laughs) it was a load of bunk (laughs) but honestly it was it was pretty fun it was just pretty fun Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Sarah, I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And I'm Gab, I'm an audio producer and journalist. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're on today and pay our respects to their elders past and present. Now,
1: have you heard about the Joy Workout? Is it just another fluffy exercise fad or is there actually some solid science behind it?
0: We'll have a look at this eight-minute workout that claims to improve your mood. Yeah, find out if it's legit
1: or not Um, and if it's any good because, you know, you and I have done it. Crash test dummies. (laughs) (laughs) But first, um, I wanted to revisit a chat that we've had on the pod before about measuring your progress. Um, And I was reminded of this one, I I think, was it your friend Angela who emailed us to say that she was sort of six six months post-baby? And, and she yep. sort of, you know, hit, hit, a, hit what she felt like was a wall with her progress, even though she'd been going to physio and, and doing pelvic floor exercises and doing like, you know, she'd been doing this incredible work to, um, to what was a sort of like work on her ab separation.
0: Yes, yeah you know. but also Angela like a lot of my friends because I'm drawn to smart wonderful women is uh, is probably a little bit of an overachiever and uh, <laughs> and I adore her so if you're listening Ange, please don't take this the wrong way but you know as as such I think that um, you know we we can become very focused on kind of metrics of progress particularly if we are someone that's you know typically excelled at most things that they've you know had a go at mm. so it's yeah it is it's interesting Interesting to kind of reframe progress and and just think think about it from a different perspective at times yeah definitely because you and I were
1: literally texting about this this week about and, and you know I could tell from the mood in our text message exchange that we were both pretty down about our exercise and how you know the, the, like the last couple of weeks things have been a bit challenging with work and life and various things sort of mm. popping up and because of that, exercise has fallen by the wayside for you and I.
0: Yeah. And- or it's just not as, it, it just for, for me, it just doesn't feel as consistent. Yes. Like it's very much in, in sort of bursts and then nothing and then yep. like a massive day of exercise and then nothing Yep, or, as opposed to kind of, you know, the consistency that, that I think we strive for, but it's hard to, it's hard to. Always get in real life. Totally. And also because we have gone through phases over the last couple of years where we have
1: re- been really consistent for the first time in our lives and it has felt really good. And we finally felt like, oh my God, we're doing it. And then <laughs> so then you go through these like little phases of, over the last couple of weeks where, you know, just general shit hits the fan and you go, oh God, I've lost it. I'm so, I'm useless now. You know, I'll do one, yeah, as you say, one big hike uh, or I'll, I'll jump on the bike and do one big session and then nothing for days or, you know, weeks or whatever. But it did remind me. Me of this great quote from Adam Grant. Um, Adam Grant is a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. He's an organizational psychologist. His books are amazing. Just a little side note: highly recommend his book "Think Again." Um, and I'm, I'm car-
0: halfway through. It. Halfway through it, I'm yeah. Halfway through
1: it. I just oh, I love the I love the research. I love the data. I love the examples he uses. Um, and I'm currently listening to his book "Originals," which is uh, "Originals: How Nonconformists Change the World." Mm. It's also you know kind of looking yeah. at at um, you know people who are entrepreneurs and, and, and you know, people who are change makers in terms of like they they change our lives um for the better, mostly. Um, and it's so interesting listening to some of these examples because we always think of people who are like big change makers as being like really big risk takers and um, gambling, you know, like big amounts of money or, or, you know, gambling everything on an idea or whatever. It's going actually, large or going yeah, home. Exactly. It's actually not the case. Um, people who have done really incredible things for the world have actually been very risk averse. Um, so I highly recommend that one, just, just a little side note. But um, basically Adam Grant's deal is that he – Being an organisational psychologist, he crunches data sets day in, day out. He looks at research to understand why humans do the things that we do. And he recently shared some insights on the idea of progress, which I loved. Um, He said, a common source of disappointment is recency bias. So weighing the last week more heavily than the last year. Zooming in on the immediate past magnifies slumps. Zooming out farther reveals upward slopes. Progress is rarely visible at a snapshot in time. It unfolds over a lifetime.
0: I'm grinning like a cheshire <laughs> cat here at the moment because it's it's so it's so easy to fall into that habit. Hundred percent, we do it all. The, we literally were
1: doing it this week. He then shared this great little illustration by Liz uh, Foslian, who uh, basically she's she's put two little images side by side. Uh, there was a dotted line doing a big slope downwards, and then on the right, a much longer zoomed outline that was trending generally upwards. And that dotted line that's in the left-hand image was actually just a tiny little blip on the right hand side image, you know, towards the top of, you know, this line that was trending upwards. And basically it's captioned with the words, don't let a bad day distract you from all the progress you've made. Mm. And it's so true. It was like that, that, that slope over here on the left, when you zoom in on it, it looks huge. But then when you actually look at it, you know, against the trend in one direction, which is up, um, it's just this one tiny little dip and it means nothing. And I guess that's sort of, you know, what you and I, need to kind of work on. <laughs> if if we yes. <laughs> if we if we give in to recency bias, we you and I look at the last few weeks and think, "Well, shit, you know, I suck. My exercise has gone to the dogs. I'm the worst. I'll never be a fit and healthy person." But, if we allow ourselves to zoom out, and as I literally said to you in our text messages, yes, we, this is all uh, sounding
0: very familiar to <laughs> me. <we get> <laughs>
1: We do way more physical activity now than we ever have. We're way healthier overall than we used to be. And we even have a freaking podcast where we talk about exercise every week. And we're constantly looking at research and information about exercise. Like when the hell would we have been doing this a few years ago? We never would. It never
0: would have happened. It's 100% true.
1: Yeah. And I guess, so this is a message for you. If you're listening to us each week as well, you now listen to a podcast for women who hate working out, but know they should. Did you ever used to do anything like that before? Probably not. You know, we certainly didn't exist. So no. So again, you want to avoid that recency bias. Zoom the hell out when you're wanting to get an accurate picture of your progress. And even if you're just thinking about exercise more than you ever used to, or you're finding small moments to move around a bit more, you know, like taking the stairs when you can or walking to do an errand that, you know, once you would have normally driven the car to, or even if you're just trying to stand up and walk around a bit more during the day, that's progress. So yeah, zoom out and avoid that recency bias. Yeah, that's brilliant.
0: Yeah, very good. Thank you for thank you for the reminder. It's uh, it's it is it is so easy to to be hyper focused on the moment and the now and and the last week or the last month. But yeah, bigger bigger picture helps. Hundred percent. Yeah, love that quote. Progress is rarely visible at a snapshot in time. It's
1: so true. Oh. Ah. Anyway, should we talk about the joy workout? The Joy Workout. What, Sarah? What is the Joy Workout?
0: <laughs> well, sounds so, so like fucking hippy dippy. <laughs> oh, I know. It's it does sound terribly, terribly cringe. But I suspect that we we might change your mind <laughs> as we have a chat <laughs> through this today. So, well, in fact, Gab, you were the one that sent the uh, the New York Times article to me recently, um, and uh, and a linked video to something called the Joy Workout, which certainly made me giggle when I read it because joy and workout are not, too, <laughs> they are not two words I normally put together. Oh, God, no. um, so it's a uh, it's a short eight to nine minute workout that you can do in the comfort of your own home. It requires no special equipment or special gear and you can really kind of go as easy or as hard with the moves as you like. It was developed by Kelly McGonagall. She's a uh, PhD and health psychologist and lecturer at Stanford University and also the author of a book, Titled The Joy of Movement How Exercise Helps Us Find Happiness, Hope, Connection, and Courage. Again, the
1: title of that book, I'm like, "Mm, The Joy of Movement How Exercise Helps Us Find Happiness.
0: I know, I know. <laughs> but, you know, give Kelly Stick a Stick with it. <laughs> Stick with it. Look, she's a PhD. She's p- she knows she, her shit. She, exactly, exactly. So she is also a certified group fitness instructor and has led movement classes for more than 20 years. Okay, fine. Now, yep, yep. Fine. All right. Credentials tick. Yeah. So, look, we've chatted before on the podcast about how exercise can improve our mood and ultimately what we know is that any form of physical activity can can have a really profound impact on our mental health by reducing symptoms associated with anxiety and depression, by increasing the release of feel-good hormones and neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin and endocannabinoids and a whole mm. list of other juicy, juicy hormones. Endocannabinoids
1: um, is a word I haven't heard for a while. Thank you uh, for bringing that I back was,
0: into the repertoire. I was thinking about those endocannabinoids the other day when I was on a when I was on a hike um, <laughs> and and struggling a little bit with motivation. I was like, come on, endocannabinoids. <laughs> where are where where the hell are you? Um, look, we know that exercise can improve the quality and quantity of the sleep we get, but this joy workout has been specifically designed to make people feel happy. So literally, yes, we know that exercise can have really positive benefits for our for our mental health, but this joy Program is all about making you feel happy in the moment. Researchers have identified several movements that are recognizable in many cultures that are inspired by joy. So these are things like reaching your arms up or swaying from side to side or you know, bouncing to a beat or taking up space like a dancer with arms outstretched. But what's really interesting is that these physical actions don't just express a feeling of joy but research has shown that it can also elicit joy. Yeah, it's so interesting that you say that. I I was reminded of um,
1: this great scene in season two of Ted Lasso where uh, the character who's the football club owner, Rebecca, she's trying to teach uh, the shy and unassuming Nate how to be more confident and she explains that when she goes into a board meeting with lots of powerful men and she's the only woman, she does a power stance in the bathroom beforehand and basically then, you know, she goes on to demonstrate it. She reaches her arms up as high as they can go. She stands on her tippy toes and then she kind of mimics a lie lion's roar. Like, she does (laughs) this kind of thing with her arms up basically physically acting larger and taking up space. And she explains that, you know, it makes her feel stronger and ready to take on anything. Now, obviously that's a character in a TV show. But great is, character oh, in a great TV show. Though. Magnificent. But, but you know, there is evidence that those bigger movements coincide with feelings of strength, of confidence. Um, you know, and we know that, that smaller, and you can see it in animals really, smaller, more um, closed off movements are usually when you're feeling more vulnerable or frightened or you need mm. to protect yourself. So, yeah. there is science behind you know physically taking up more space
0: absolutely and and in that uh, the new york times article that you know that was extolling the benefits of this joy workout they you know they referenced several smaller studies where people were instructed to perform these you know these big positive movements so that they reported more positive emotions and and like you said opposite actions such as kind of sinking or shrinking often evoke you know emotions of sadness and fear so you know it, you know making those physical changes to your to your body can elicit the positive emotions that follow. So the article states that another small study suggested that the effects of so-called joy moves are stronger when you can see someone else doing the movements too, in part because happiness is contagious. And I did the joy workout this morning <laughs> and I would I would I would hasten to to add that if you were watching me dance around like a lunatic in my home office that you probably would have cracked a smile. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cold at home this morning so I did my little experiment on one and and tell you what sitting at your desk in a cold house on a cold day is freezing. As soon as I started doing this joy workout like I also did warm up a little bit and it just mm. made me feel a little bit better about the the Kind of slightly cold, windy, miserable day that we're having. Um, so I was following along with the video on the New- the New York Times website, and I was not feeling joyful beforehand. But I was literally giggling like a schoolgirl <laughs> afterwards. And I, look, I didn't expect, I didn't expect that. I was feeling very cynical about something yeah. called a joy yeah. workout. I thought this is just like it's fine. Like I'll I'll do some movement, whatever. I'll it be the t- help. the crash test dummy for women like you. I'll yeah, you know, yeah I'll give it a go. Yeah. And I'll come on here and I'll say that I yeah. thought it was a load of bunk. <laughs> but Honestly, it was, it was pretty fun. It was just pretty fun. And, and I think if you have little people in your life, this is definitely one of those activities that you can get the kids involved in too. It doesn't take a lot of time. And, you know, the, the video will guide you through the six basic movement types, but you can really just kind of go with the flow and make up some moves as you go. My personal favourite part of this was the freestyle minute at the end <laughs> where I just, I let loose, I danced like a lunatic. I was sharing the office only with my dog, who was looking at me like I had finally lost my mind, and he was probably not wrong. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't vibing it. I wasn't in the mood. I did it anyway. It was it was good fun. Yeah. It's, it's, um,
1: the feeling of freedom, I think is what this little eight minute workout allows for And, you know, as you say, there's sort of six movements, you know, which include things like shaking or bouncing or jumping, you know, there's lots of, um, you know, it even kind of just starts off with, you know, reaching one arm up to the sky and looking up and then reaching the other arm up to the sky and looking up and, and then kind of reaching both arms up. Like it's, it's they're very simple movements yeah. um, that you know you literally anyone could do them of any fitness ability, um, and you can certainly modify them as well. You know if you're not quite up to any of the jumping or anything like that. Yeah, I you mean can just I step could, from
0: side to side, or you could do it as a chair workout oh, if you were totally. if, if you needed to. So because it's sort of primarily upper body stuff, I guess.
1: Yeah, but I just you know they're they're quite simple moves and it's set to quite simple music as well. I mean I think you could. If you, you know, aren't a subscriber of the New York Times and you can't access the the video itself. You, you could do a lot of these moves to your own music, you know, especially if it's got a good kind of beat to kind of keep you bumping along. But I kind of liked their little quite simple, you know, songs that went along with different parts of the the, yeah, the yeah. workout as well. And you know, you're absolutely right. Like it is contagious watching the lady who does the workout, because she's smiling, like beaming the entire time. And so I was just like smiling along with her purely because she's smiling, even if I didn't really feel like so. Oh, she also had
0: on the most incredible pair of like bright yellow leggings. Yes. yes. Which, you know, yellow, happy, absolutely. I was like, damn, I, I I haven't coveted someone's active wear for a very long time, but I'm like, I need those leggings. I need the yellow. I mean, I'm
1: still scarred from my high school uniform, which was a lemon blouse with a tartan skirt.
0: Um so you All know. Right, so maybe we'll leave the lemon for you. <laughs>
1: But I do, I do, I did love what she was wearing. But also, like you know, at the end, it kind of finishes with a celebratory kind of confetti. Like you you throw confetti, pretend confetti in the air, and it's like. (laughs)
0: I felt like I had a, I had like a total Oprah moment during the confetti <laughs> section where I'm like, you, you get, get some, some confetti, confetti. <laughs> you get some confetti, and this is what I mean. I was not in that headspace at the beginning, no. but by the end, I was giggling as much as I was moving, and I Absolutely. guess that's pretty joyful.
1: Yeah, and and because it's it's only eight minutes, you're at home, you don't need to even be in active wear, you don't need to have any equipment at all. It's very easy just to kind of go with it, and so I guess that sort of overrides our normal. Cynicism, if that Mm. makes sense, because you're like, ah, it's only eight minutes, just give it a go, just get into it. Then all of a sudden you're throwing confetti around your room like an idiot. (laughs) But yeah, I did it too. I did it without the jumping, just to be pregnancy safe. But oh damn, I good felt idea. I felt really loosey goosey and relaxed afterwards. Like my, yeah. my my shoulders and my upper upper body felt felt quite relaxed. It's you know, as you said, it's quite a good upper body workout. You know, especially a lot of those kind of reaching up movements. I I really I'm doing them now. As like like you can see me um, <laughs> reaching <laughs> up and reaching up. But but like um. I, I could feel the burn after a few of those, you know, gentle repetitions. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling this yeah. going. I mean,
0: and I just, I think I've spent so much time in front of the in front of the computer over the yes. last few days with long shifts. I, I I I legitimately needed that shoulder loosening moves. Yes, a, just get some and blood worked. flow. Yeah, yeah, through
1: through like the neck and shoulders. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely one that you could do between meetings um, for a quick pick-me-up or just, yeah, when you're feeling a bit flat generally if you just need a, a quick blast. I mean, Sarah and I always mention that you could just chuck on your favourite song and have a bit of a dance, you know, dance around and, and that will also work too If even if it's only, you know, three to four minutes long. Yeah. Um, but if you want to do a little bit more um, and be guided, like there's a voice that kind of... Guides you. Yeah, I actually, found the, the voice
0: quite helpful.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because if, if, especially if I wasn't looking at the yeah. the lovely lady I have, bouncing around. I,
0: have, I had did it with my headphones in. Oh, cool. um so it's like, you know, it's also not such a high intensity workout that you you know you can't have your can't have your AirPods in. Yeah, Um yeah. It was great. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like,
1: that's what I mean about being able to just quickly do it between you know, between meetings or between appointments or between phone calls or whatever, like you're not going to rock back to your day all sweaty and gross. No. You know, it's just a very quick, you know, it gets the heart rate going, gets everything moving, feeling a little bit loosey goosey, and you'll be grinning like an idiot by the time yes. you finish. That I, can, that I can attest to. <laughs> Especially if you can do it from home or even somewhere private so you can really let loose. I think my favourite moments and, and same for you was, yeah, the, the kind of freestyle where you were just encouraged to kind of shake around, move around, you know, make space, you know, do, do, whatever, do whatever you felt like. There was no kind of yeah, there's there no no wrong, rules. There's no wrong moves in the joy workout. Yeah, exactly. Except that I could see my reflection uh, in like the, the TV, like the TV was turned off and so I could see my reflection. I just look like a fucking idiot, just like, <laughs> <laughs> just
0: floating around the room. But it felt so good because I'm like, well, no one can
1: see me. Who cares? Exactly.
0: exactly. I wish I could have seen you. But... <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll film it. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, yeah. Look, it's eight minutes out of your life. Totally. Don't take our word for it. Do it. Fresh about in your lounge room <laughs> like a uh, like a complete moron and, uh, and feel a little bit of joy. Yes. It did actually remind me a lot of being in a music gig. You know,
1: like, yeah, yeah. when you're really in the moment, really kind of getting into the music and often... It's the same sort of moves. You'll be throwing your arms up in the air. Yeah. You'll be clapping along. You'll be punch dancing. You'll be bouncing around.
0: That's it's the I same vibe. I haven't been to a gig like that for a long time. I know. Wow. That's yeah. I guess COVID put a bit of a stop to that, and i probably never quite found my gig feet again. But <laughs> it's yeah. It's it, that it, feeling. It definitely is reminiscent of you know of a either a sweaty club or a yeah. sweaty venue but without all of the other stuff at sweaty clubs and sweaty <laughs> venues that are just entirely gross and, and that I have no desire to be a part of Like anymore. COVID? <laughs> yeah, you know, like COVID. Look, like exchanging fluids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People spiking drinks and all of that nonsense. I'm way too old for that now. Sticky, sticky floors. Oh my god, Ugh. do you remember when, when
1: people could smoke in, in clubs and and in... Oh I very oh.
0: much do oh. <laughs> and you'd come home just like everything smelled
1: of cigarette smoke. Oh, there you go, kids. Uh that's that's one for <laughs> Listen to your auntie Gab and your uncle Sarah. And... <laughs> we used to have to put up with smoking in clubs. <laughs> <sighs> now you're just vaping. Anyway. We're off track. <laughs> Try the joy workout. Us? Really? <laughs> Try the joy workout and remember to reframe your expectations of progress because it's all progress. It's all (laughs) heading in the one direction. Remember to zoom out when you're thinking about how much progress you've made. Perfect. You are. Uh I love how you also, like you were talking about Angela before and you were like, oh, I seem to attract, you know, really intelligent, wonderful women into my life. And you're like, dude, why do you think that is? That's because you're an intelligent, wonderful Uh woman. So...
0: Oh, more of this. You haven't just more. you haven't just stumbled <laughs> on this like golden formula or something, you dickhead. Well, I do have some incredible female friends and incredible women in my life, so I'm yeah. very lucky. Yeah, but also, likewise, yeah. and you're one of them. <laughs> cool. I'm just. It's just the take shag- the compliment the you're struggling
1: <laughs> you are struggling <laughs> big time to take that compliment aren't you what do you mean no <laughs> I'm just gonna have some you're <laughs> gonna have a panic attack oh I love it
0: podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Cavallari. Please subscribe to our weekly newsletter at womenlikeyoupodcast.com. I'm Sarah. And
1: I'm Gab. And uh, next week, shall we talk about melanoma? I know this is uh, particularly um, prevalent to you because you've had had an experience with
0: this this year. Yes. Well, not with melanoma, but with a non-melanoma skin cancer for sure. But uh, hey, I've got Irish ancestors and I... (laughs) live in the southern hemisphere. So (laughs) it is something that we should all be thinking about. I mean, it it does seem a little bit absurd for me to be talking about melanoma while I'm sitting in my spare room with a beanie, two pairs of thermals and UGG boots on whilst I record this episode. It has not... uh, Yeah, we haven't got out of the double digits here in uh, in the Blue Mountains today and it's snowing 15 kilometres away. But... (laughs) Having said that, it is uh, look, summer is coming, and we need to be I think quite conscious if we're going to be spending a bit more time in the in the great outdoors, as we as we should be because that's also where you find joy. Mm. That we yeah it's it's good just to have a bit of a recap about uh, about melanoma, perhaps a little bit about non melanoma skin cancer, what you can do for prevention, and how often you should be getting checked out because it really is intimately linked with our uh, with our exercise habit. Yeah, especially if you're outdoors. Oh man, mm. I can't wait. I mean, yeah, that sounds terrible to say, but
1: I, I, I'm, I need more information about this also yep. having very uh, uh, Anglo-Saxon um, ancestry and living in Australia. Yes exactly you I
0: and you and I have both spent our fair, fair share of time in Queensland as well, Ooh, which yeah. is the melanoma capital of the world. So um, yeah, we'll we'll dig into that next week. Awesome. Well, thank you. Stay warm. I uh, will. <laughs> I to put my puffer jacket back on now, which is a safety before I can't wear while well, we're recording because it's too bloody noise, Um <laughs> But I will. I will, uh, I will re-engage my high-tech winter outfit despite the fact that it is November. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll meet back here next week. my love. Yes, I love you. Have a good I week. I love you too. Bye. 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 a